This is Trixer FM. I'm Jimmy Willis. Good morning, dear listener. Charmaine, we've got a few shout-outs over your end. What's going on? Oh, good morning to uh, Zig. A good morning to Martin Huxter. I hope they're both listening in this morning. Martin and Zig? Yeah. Zig? Zig. I've never known anyone called Zig. Well, it's about time you did. There we go. <laughs> good morning, Zig. But feel free to come into the studio sometime. I've never met anyone called Zig before. You might meet him next Tuesday when you come to that show we're going to oh. talk about later. Ah. Mm. I'm looking forward to the show. I think that's the only show I've got to go to next week, which I'm quite grateful for, because I can't go out every single night. It's been getting ridiculous. And you're only going because you're on the guest list now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have happily paid for a ticket, Charmaine. <laughs> Lie. Lie. <laughs> I don't like paying for anything, do I? <laughs> no. I'm so tight. You won't even pay for me to be here. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if, <laughs> if someone gives me a free ticket to something, I generally turn out. It doesn't matter what it oh, is. Oh, you'd go to the anything. opening of an envelope, wouldn't would. you, Jimmy? I'm like Peter Andre. <laughs> <laughs> Right, um, I'm just looking at some bizarre stores in this. What's Vivian Westman's been driving around in a tank going to David Cameron's home? This, what a bizarre story that is. Very bizarre. She's trying to scare him, isn't she? I don't know why. No, it's something about something they're doing to get natural gas out of the floor or something. Oh, fracking. Yeah, have you heard of that before? What, fracking? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Charmaine. I was just being a bit... No, they do something Uh, Yes, no, they do it to the ground to get natural resources out, but apparently it can cause a lot of damage as well and fire can come out of your taps and bad, (laughs) bad oxygen, not oxygen, bad gases will be released and I'm not uh, a master in this... No, I I mean, that's only what I've read. So getting in a tank and driving to David Cameron's house was obviously the the solution to it, was it? Apparently so. Oh, no. I don't think it's worked. No. But I, I quite like Vivian Westwood. She's, I know someone that knows her, and um, she's, she's like the queen turning up. She's just, just like a complete different world to everyone else. She's so eccentric as well. And I quite like that, if the truth be told. Mm. I think we need people like that. Um, should we go into celebrity birthday, Charmaine? Is Ooh, it about let's, that Jimmy. Time? Let's do celebrity birthdays. Right then. The first one, I think, this could be a tricky one. Dear listener, if you've never played this before, you get 100 Jimmy Willis points for each correct answer. Please do play along at home. You can get involved on the Tricks to FM Facebook page. The first one, Charmaine, are you ready? Go on. Moby. Moby. Now, Moby, Ooh. sort of a bizarre character, has been around quite a long time, I would say. That's why it's a bit confusing, because I would want to place him in his sort of 30s, but I reckon he must be older than that. He's got to be, oh, God, uh, Come on. 43. 50. Shut up. 50 years oh old yesterday. Yeah, he doesn't look that. That's amazing. He's still so youthful. <laughs> um, let's go for... Let's, we've got one more celebrity birthday this morning. Just the one. Just one more. Ooh. Johnny Vegas. I love it. Do you like Johnny Vegas? <laughs> I do. I, Johnny I've, Vegas. I've never met him. Have you? No. It's one person I've never met. And I think I quite get on with him. He's just drinking beer and smoking <laughs> cigarettes. I presume that's what he does all the time. I'm, I'm sure he works very hard. He seems to be on the TV all the time. But how old do you reckon Johnny Vegas is? Right, Johnny Vegas has got to be. Oh, I'm getting useless at playing this game, Jimmy Willis. Why You've can't had a bad you give few me? Weeks, I you? know, really bad. Why can't you give me people that I know? You know who Johnny Vegas <laughs> is. No, I know, but I'm not the personally. I'm oh, not personally. <laughs> what, what, what do you want? How old's your mum? <laughs> what, how easy do you want it to be? Easy. Uh, it's early in the morning, Jimmy Willis. I, I reckon. Oh God, Johnny Vegas is. 41. 44. Oh, I said that for the last... Oh, God, I'm so useless. Jimmy, just fire me. How now. old is Jimmy Willis? <gasps> oh, 
200 yeah. by the looks of you. <laughs> and I can sore. see you. I can see you across the, the, the desk here. And you're, you're looking rough, mate. <laughs> I'm not looking the best this morning. I'm not had a shower or anything. Mind you, looking at up. me. Well, look at me, Jimmy. I'm hardly a portrait. I'm not, I'm not looking at you this morning. It offends your it, eyes. It's offended me. <laughs> I tell you the biggest news that's happened this week that I'm really excited about. Train Spotting 2 is happening. Danny Boyle this week has confirmed it. And not only is Train Spotting 2 happening, because when this was announced, I thought, oh no, they're going to try and make one of these like, awful remakes with all different people, which is, I've had enough of remakes. I've t- I talk about it all the time. Mm. I think they're rubbish. But it's actually going to be a proper train spotting too with the original cast, which I'm excited about. I'm really excited. Did you like the first one? I did. I did. I, I, it was. When was it? How long ago was it that it was released? It was. You. You're not. You won't believe this. Nearly 20 years <gasps> ago. Well, it's 1996. Wow. That that seems impossible, doesn't it? It just seems impossible. Where years. does the time go, Jimmy Willis? But I'm sure that was a film of when I was young. But I was at, I was only... Well, it was a film when we were young. Well, was I, was 20 12, years I was 12 years old when that film came out. Oh. So I kind of watched it when I was 12 years old. I was going to say, what kind of parents did you have to yeah, No, I don't that? think... So I presume... But I do remember when films used to come out when I was that age... What used to happen is they was at the cinema. We didn't really go to the cinema much. I'm from out in the country, so I was miles to the nearest <laughs> cinema. So what you would do is you would wait for it to come out on video and get it from the local post office. Oh. But the time it used to take like a year for it to come out of the cinema and come out on a video. Oh, it did back in the day. It used yeah, to take forever, didn't it? And so, now it's about a week after. Yeah, it's released but it's now on. because we live in this digital world, when it's out of the cinema, it's normally you can everyone illegally streams it all online <laughs> and stuff. So what they do is they try and get the DVDs out that really quickly to. You to know, stop the pirating. But I'm sure when I was young, you used to have to wait about a year for when a film was on the cinema to get it on VHS, and it was like a big thing. But it was all very different back then. Those um, were the days, Jimmy, when we were young. Day, like video. Yeah, I remember in our villages, a post office, <laughs> and they'd done videos, rented videos, £3.50 a night or something. Gosh, those were the days. Penny, happy, happy times, eh? When penny sweets were one piece, I mean. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yes. And to spend a penny was just a penny. It was a penny. Right, we better go into some more music and stop talking about things that happened 20 years ago. Now, on this show, the regular listeners will know, we generally cover pretty much pointless stories mm-hmm. that don't really matter to anyone or anything. It has no <laughs> meaning or reference to, to anything. This morning, in front of me, on my notes... It says, haircut debate. Me and Charmaine are going to have a debate. It's going to be like some sort of political show. Yeah. Wow, it's not going to be like a political show at all. <laughs> we actually. still have no idea what we're talking about. This, but basically, if, if you've looked at any of the... Did you just hit your microphone there and I heard a big bump? No. Uh, I, what's happening there? I just moved my chair forward and it whacked We're the doing a, a debate here. Don't fall into anything. <laughs> I'm just distracting you. It's <laughs> my cunning plan. Right, so ju- just in the last song, I, was, I said to Charmaine, have you seen all this social media stuff? Everything on the news is all about haircuts. Children going back to school after their holidays and people getting sent home because they've had uh, a bizarre haircut. Now, this it seems to split everyone in half. Some people, like Charmaine asked my view on it. I said, I think in 2015, I think we should be allowed to be ourselves. I think you can have whatever haircut you like. Charmaine doesn't. I think that uniform standards should be taken seriously. <laughs> Honest to God, if there was that girl in the paper, right, I'm kicking off now. Yeah. There was that girl in the paper, yeah. there was like a sort of crew cut kind of thing that was animal print sort of done in it. Well, in the real world, when she leaves school, 
She's not going to go and get a job in a bank. Is she looking like that? She's not going to go and get a job as a policeman looking like that. There's yeah. Uh, there's only a certain sort of place where you could go and get a job or not. But maybe yeah, maybe there needs to yeah. It, and then I it's s- no you know if they're going to be going to school like that, it's no way you know you can't like it's like they may as well just get a tattoo all over their face and go oh it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, it does because that's no way to go into the working world, is it, people? <laughs> uh, someone told me um, when I was quite young. He was he, he said. Never get a tattoo on your neck, your face, or your hands, and then you always look all right in a suit, which is like, it's supposed to be like an East End, East End sort of 60s gangster rule. Never get a tattoo on anywhere, so you still always look good you in a suit. always wear your suit, totally. Um, which I've never had a tattoo anywhere, It's like the anyway. airlines, you can't have visible tattoos. If you work for the airlines, you can't have visible tattoos. If you work for the police force. Um, and, you know... These can't you, if on the police force, you're not allowed Well, tattoos. no, there was a story in the paper the other day that he, this man, he applied and, um, to be in the police force, and he had tattoos all over his hands and his knuckles and everything and they said basically that you know that wasn't acceptable as uniform standard which I think you know if we just let go of uniform standards in school well there's going to be anarchy isn't there you just turn up with purple hair pink hair tattoos all over your face just rings (laughs) in your noses it's just going to go no when I was at school you wore proper shoes you wore proper ah yeah the uh, shoes thing that is something you do need to wear shoes you can't go into trainers you into school trainers that is something it'll ruin your feet you'll get flat feet fallen arches listen to me I'm an old woman but you should be able to dye your hair though surely maybe not like a leopard but what? No, because you can do that when you're older. Why do you need to do it when you're at school? You're at school to learn, not to be a fashion victim. Oh, look, ranting Charmaine. Oh, Charmaine's off on one. Yes, and the thing is, though, then if you go in with leopard print hair, there's going to be another kid going, I want leopard print hair. And then there'll be anarchy. And I'm sorry, they already don't have enough control in schools as it is. So <laughs> if they can control the hair and the makeup and all that, I mean, that's the only so thing. So you're taking away their makeup? Oh, oh, you're going to be I'll hated, bring Charmaine. Back the cane. <laughs> you, you, you've lost your whole teenage <laughs> fan base now, Charmaine. They're going to hate you. <laughs> I've just won them all over. I don't have a teenage fan base. They're all over 60s, my fan base. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I don't have any fan base, so I'm all right. <laughs> I just don't have one. Um, right, so I think, well, what are your thoughts on that, dear listener? Get in contact on the Trickster FM Facebook page or on our instant chat room. What do you think about haircuts at school? I mean, I, I don't I don't know. What's a, If you had dark hair, you could bleach your hair and you'd be okay, wouldn't you? Why would you do that as a child? Well, it depends. 12, 13? When you're, 20, when you're, eight, when you're 18, do yeah. what you like. Until then... Do as you're told. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't have children. Can you imagine oh, yeah. I would be oh, that? I would keep them in the attic till they're 30. <laughs> uh, right, moving on to the next story. I have. There's a lot about Sam Smith this week. Now, I know mm. everyone loves Sam Smith, don't you? He's one of the most popular artists at the moment. All his shows sell out. I've, I must admit, I'm, I'm never, I haven't been a massive I think you fan. and me are the only people that no. don't really like I'm not Sam saying Smith. I don't like him, but I, I wouldn't buy pay for a ticket to go no. to one of his shows, I don't think. Uh, just because he's I don't know he's done some cool stuff with Disclosure but then I like Disclosure just I find his songs really needy if anyone begs stay with me so much you're just too needy mate go and get a hobby but I mean he's got, <laughs> he's got the James Bond one this, the James Bond song he's doing isn't yeah, he let's see how whiny that is yeah <laughs> but I tell you the one thing that I liked about Sam Smith what was that? He was a normal looking person. He was a normal average looking person. Now I've seen the pictures of him this week. He looks like a a model. He's been t- What's happened? Yeah, he's been had the Hollywood treatment, hasn't he? He's no. gone on the diet, he's got the hair, he's got the he's glasses, got, he's, he's had the surgery. He's had surgery on his he's obviously he's obviously lost a huge amount of weight. Um but you know, I liked him big, you know. 
yeah, I think being big's all right because I'm massive at the moon. Um, but he's he's got, but he's but he's also this. He's definitely had some work done. They've made him look a bit like a model. And I think his unique charm was... Someone's just messaged me. Martin's just messaged me saying, he looks like he has people buried under his kitchen. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, I, no. I think he's talking about Sam Smith. I, I hope he... It, it might be me. <laughs> <laughs> You've got more of a face I've like got, that. I have not got a face like I've buried anyone in his kitchen. <laughs> That's not... No. Um, yeah, so Sam Smith, well, I'll just let me know what you think about him. Yeah, I mean, I... He obviously can sing and everything else. I just liked him as a normal person, but now he's gone all, you know... Affected. Yeah. Mm. I tell you the big news this week. I was I was sat around in the daytime looking on Facebook, and I saw there was an announcement about two or three days ago that Russell Brand, of all places, was going to be performing a gig at Worthing Theatre. I had to read this story twice. And I thought, this can't be right. Is it not a tribute act? No, yeah, well, that's, that's why. That's, no, I've just spent... The Russell fi- Brand tribute I've just act. spent 50... Oh, God, I should have double-checked this. I've just spent 50 quid on tickets to go and see, like, a double... No, what it is, he's going on a big tour of Australia and New Zealand in October. Oh. And he's doing a warm-up gig, which is doing... You know, they always do a warm-up gig, don't they? Yes. At a smaller venue. This is still quite a big venue, but it's at Worthing Theatre, the one on the seaside. Of course, my girlfriend lives in Worthing. I, I was looking as the story broke, and I went straight onto the website, picked my own tickets. There was no one, there was no tickets sold because I was the first one on there. Wow! And I've got tickets to go and see Russell Brown. Twenty four quid each. I was over the moon with that. Did you ask if I wanted to go? No, no, no <laughs> you was, didn't. Thanks, I, Jimmy. I tell you what, you wouldn't believe the amount of people have asked me that over the last two days. <laughs> well, I've told everyone I've told. Well, why didn't you get me any tickets? Yeah, but really. I've, I've just got me. Think my... about yourself all the time, Jimmy. <laughs> well, if my girlfriend can't come, Charmaine, you can come. Oh, thanks. Which I've also said to ten other people. <laughs> I feel so but, special. Um, thanks, no, Jimmy. I, I can't see my girlfriend's going to miss that one. To be honest with you, no. Um... But I am extremely looking forward to it. Um, Cy the Boss has just texted me saying, Morning Tiger. Because <laughs> you're fierce. Jimmy the Fierce Tiger. Right, we're going to play some more music. We're going to come back with some other stories. Uh, we're going to talk more about Ian Lee because that's what I was meant to talk about, wasn't I, uh, an hour ago? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am coming to it. Come and get involved with the show, dear listener. Tricks to FM Facebook page is the place to get involved. That was Calvin Harris with Outside. That was the Hardwell remix. A little bit heavier than what I expected it to be, to be honest with you. <laughs> was it a bit, a bit over the top? It was it? really full on for this time in the morning. Give me a headache. Right, Ian Lee. Daryl uh, tweeted me this morning and said, was it you, Jimmy, at the Ian Lee gig on Thursday night? Yes, it was, Daryl. I had a, had a really nice time. Now, me and Ian, Ian Lee, we used to do some stuff together, basically, uh, on the radio. I reckon it was three or four years ago now. Um, basically, Ian helped me out massively uh, by coming on my show. I used to do a nighttime sort of chat show with Collins. He called in one day, uh, and a phone call that went on for one hour. A one-hour phone call. Wow. Um, and he it basically... It, elevated me up in the world of radio and a massive boost in my career um, and he told me was his, I was his favourite broadcaster and gave me loads of compliments and it gave oh, me the boost that I he needed he said that to me as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and then the following week he used to do a show and then he started ringing me up and I used to go on a show every week Okay, it was really good um, it, it, it probably gave me the boost that I needed lovely but we haven't uh, we were doing some stuff about a year or so and we haven't really spoke much the last couple of years but he was doing a gig in Brighton so I thought I've got to go so I sent him a nice email um, before I went and I went to see him on Thursday 
and oh it was brilliant he was really he was really nice to me we, we hugged it out we had a good chat because I said basically I stopped doing radio for about 18 months um, and Ian knows it was my whole life radio that's all I'd done for my whole life and I just and, and Ian said why what happened did you like just lose your mojo and I said yeah I think I did I just lost interest in it I don't know what happened um, but Ian says he has it all the time he says don't worry and he says you're brilliant you're doing really well now keep on the straight and narrow and I think it's given me some sort of a focus it's given me a focus and a bit of clarity Mm. this is what I want to do with my life again and this is so I think now I'm gonna I'm ready for a big push onwards so here yeah it's all yeah basically down to Ian Lee but he's touring all around the country at the moment do go and see him he's probably in a town near you if you just google Ian Lee versus radio it's amazing really good show it's 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 not like a live stand-up show it's sort of it's him talking about all his various radio career and it's my girlfriend went she hates radio Radio, and she absolutely loved it. It was it was really oh, good. good. Have you seen the picture of me and Ian from that gig? It's the worst picture that's ever been taken of me in the whole world. I did ever. see it on Facebook. I was like, "What's going on there?" It was. <laughs> we were quite cosy, me and Ian, weren't we? It yeah, was, you were really. <laughs> quite, I'm like, oh, they're close. There are other ones. Yeah, it, it is quite funny. Someone uh, just messaged Ian Charmaine. Would you read out that message? Um. have you got got to find it hang on wait a second where is it Um, it's the favourite comment I've ever had I read it out to you Jimmy it was a private message but I'll read it to you anyway you don't have to say if it's from you don't want to I won't but I did a a gig with uh, Ian Lee once he got in a box on stage and said hi I'm Ian Lee in a box it was weird well I can imagine (laughs) that was very weird Oh, have you ever done that, Jimmy? Got in a box? Yeah, I think you should do the show. I'm six foot four. I can't get I'll into get a box. I'll get you a big box. I'll get you a freezer box. <laughs> you can't put me in a freezer, chummy. <laughs> what's, what's this turning into here? <laughs> the best thing about Ian Lee, it's nice to meet someone that I don't have... That to... likes you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that likes me. And, no, but more importantly, for photo purposes, is the same height. Oh. Oh, it's, yeah, because I'm a midget compared it's to very, Every photo, I sort of have to, like, crouch down. Like and I look like a sort of hunchback person, <laughs> but we and Ian is exactly the same height. So that's a good. There you go. There we are. I'm fired. You can just work with him now. I don't care. You just don't need me anymore. Well, we can't afford him, Charmaine. You can have to stay. Oh. <laughs> Charmaine has just been telling me about David Cassidy. Oh, did you not see it? Did I have not seen it. I completely missed it. I tell you what, I did see it was trending on Facebook because I've been a bit busy. I've missed everything that's happened. So what is? why was he trending? Well, yesterday morning he was uh, doing a live interview on This Morning uh, with Eamon Holmes and... What's his... Ruth, isn't it? Ruth, Ruth his wife. Ruth, yes. and, uh, and basically, I think they were there to, to sort of discuss his bankruptcy etc um, but it didn't go to plan quite honestly <laughs> he, I think well it he, he was quite hostile though I do believe but my point of view that the way they were interviewing him was like well how do you feel about being bankrupt well obviously no one's going to feel very good about it are they <laughs> so I can understand the, po- the thing is with these programmes when you've got to play along with the game a bit because they're going to ask you questions you answer I don't know I think you have to be sort of prepared for these things like, well yeah I mean he <laughs> must have known this was yeah. one of the reasons he was going on because he just had, had basically he'd had to um, 
uh, Lucy's massive Hollywood home because of his bankruptcy oh. and it had gone to auction and they were sitting there going oh how does it feel about losing your house well yeah. what a ridiculous question because nobody in their right mind's going to go oh yeah it's the best time of my life um, so it did get a bit weird but I think there was a bit of a sound delay as well obviously from America <laughs> to England um, but he did sort of lose the plot a little bit oh so he wasn't in the studio no with no, them. no, oh, no, right. no no and he, he, he did he, he just went a bit crazy and then he told Ruth don't interrupt me oh, dear. and she sort of apologised and it all got a bit Oh, it was a very awkward interview because I can't imagine Ruth ever being sort of nasty to anyone. No, she's like I a mean, nice she apologised immediately. Which, oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to. You know, you yeah. do carry on, and you know, your fans just want to know how you are, kind of thing. Um, but he just, he, I, I would, I don't want to get sued, but I do think maybe he'd been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Yeah. But it was all, you know, the, the way that they were just, well, especially Eamon Holmes. He was going, well, you know, you've lost all your money and you used to be a big star. and You know, it's just yeah. horrible, really, isn't it? To just sort but, of go, well, remember how successful you are and now you're a failure and going to talk about it. But these bankrupt, you know, they go bankrupt. It all gets them in the press again. They go on a tour next year and, and well, be all right. Well, <laughs> he did actually bring up a good point, David Cassidy, because he said there was a man in America and he did sort of lose the plot a little bit because he couldn't remember his name. But he yeah. meant, he referred to Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump has been bankrupt four times yeah. and he's now running to be the president of the United <laughs> States. Which is an ongoing bizarre story. So there's hope for David Cassidy let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> uh, one thing that I did want to keep up to date with this week and I have not is Celebrity Week Brother. I've not watched a single episode Ooh. this whole week. I love it. So we had someone go, the guy from Brighton. Um, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. No, Christopher Eccleston. No, that's, no he was not <laughs> He was never in Celebrity <laughs> I Big only Brother. Said that, Chris, I only said that to see if you're awake, Jimmy Willis. <laughs> but he, the, the one from the bill. Chris Elliston. Chris Elliston, that's the one. Uh, he, so he was evicted on when it was Tuesday or Wednesday, I think it was, yes. wasn't it? Wednesday. Um, which, oh, I missed that. Um, but then last night, something else. There's normally an eviction on Friday night. Did anyone go? Well, there was a fake eviction last night. It all got a bit exciting. Right. Basically, the, 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 the plot is two of them get voted out and they get put into a little secret room yes. where they don't think that anyone knows that they're yeah. there. But the rest of the house do know they're there. And the two people that have been put into this little secret side house are Jenna Jameson... And Farah, the, I don't know if you oh, the real yeah. loud mouth, yeah. nasty one. I don't like her. Nobody does. No, yeah, no one in the, <laughs> the rest of England likes, don't so. like her. So they're probably going to be sitting there bitching about everybody and moaning about everybody, but the rest of the house can actually see it. So I'm sure when they go back in the house, uh, it's going to be kicking off. Good. Well, <laughs> I, I might. What I might do is this afternoon I might watch a couple of episodes on the catch-up and then maybe watch tonight's and will I be back in the loop? I don't know how long it's on for this year. Is it on for another few weeks? I think so. I can't. I don't know the end date, but um, quite honestly, Jimmy, get into it. I'm trying to get all my friends <sighs> into it. It's addictive. The problem is... It's I car nor- crash television. I love I it. I normally do get into Celebrity Big Brother, but normally... Like, I remember when Jim Davison was in it, I watched all that one. But this one, I just find it a little bit... I don't know what it is. I just find it a little stressful. It's very stressful because it's so hostile. I mean, everybody's shouting at everybody. I mean, no, 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 that's what makes good television. Well, they say but that, but I preferred it, Big Brother, when nothing used to happen, really. It was all a little bit sort of... <laughs> bit, but it was more normal and people were just... It was a bit more... They, they didn't need... There was the, the odd drama thing every now and again, but it was just a little bit more normal. Now they put... It all used the, to be more of a social experiment to see yeah. how people would live in a house together and now it's just sensationalism it's just getting a load of, a load of Americans in there shouting and it's, it's like, oh, and the English drinking tea yeah but the, Chloe Jasmine's a weird one wow she she, she came out they were doing the shopping list the other day and she noticed that they only put a couple of packets of cigarettes on the shopping list
journalist. And she went, oh, no, no, take my food off. I'd rather go without food than, than go without cigarettes. And I thought, what a weird thing to say. Well, because we, we, me and Charmaine disagree on this, because I think she's faking the whole thing. I don't think she is posh. But you, because th- she auditioned for the X Factor the first time, and she was quite common with that mm, cowboy hat on. That's right. But you think she was faking on that, and she really is posh. Yes, I think I don't think she is posh. I think it's all like a weird act. Well, I don't think you could be under the scrutiny of the cameras twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, and uh, keep that up. I don't know. I reckon <laughs> I'm not sure. It just all seems very bizarre. Because she, she just seems bizarre. I quite like her because I, <laughs> I like I like completely weird people. Yeah, she's a bit kooky, isn't she? Yeah, we like kooky. This is Tricks FM. I'm Jimmy Willis. And I nearly completely missed that link. Me and Charmaine were having a good old natter. Oh, we were having a right old gossip, weren't we, Jimmy? Nearly end the show, Charmaine. Well, we've got about 25 minutes left. Charmaine's off early because you're going to do... What are you doing again? I'm being Elsa again it's, from it's Frozen. Bizarre, like... bizarre life you lead, Charmaine. I know. Got... Is this in Worthing? Yeah. Well, you've done that last week as well, didn't you? And next week. Is it popular then? It must be if you keep getting booked. <laughs> I know. Who knew I was so popular with the kids? Right, um, what so if we've got everyone, thank you for getting in touch on Twitter, dear listener. It, it makes it a bit nice. It's taken a few months to get the show going, isn't it, really? I think we've been here three months now, Charmaine. Have we? I think so, yeah. No, goodness. Wow. Um, so, but it's taken a little while to build the live listeners up. If they're coming, they're coming, it's good. The podcast is doing well, I think... I think last month's download figures on iTunes was about five and a half thousand, which is quite good because there was only three episodes went out last month. So that's that's not bad, is that's it? That's all right. Isn't I it? think you give it another few months and we're going to be elevated up. That's it. Watch out, Radio One. Here we come. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they got to worry at all. <laughs> uh, Nancy says, "Good morning, Jimmy. Great to hear you on the radio again. I've been on the radio for three months. Where have you been, Nancy?" Um, um, she says she loves the Lorraine Chase. Yeah, because I met Lorraine Chase. We we're talking about that earlier. We met on Monday um, yeah she, Lorraine was absolutely lovely one of the nicest people you could ever imagine she had a good aura about her do you know what I mean when I say that Charmaine yes, yes. you do meet those people don't you with she's nice just, just good especially with all the famous people that have been off the TV she was from she's done lots of adverts and stuff but she's been on Emmerdale for years I don't really watch Emmerdale but as soon as I met her she just had a nice aura a nice person she's got the best voice I've ever heard very cockney yes uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's well I'm not sure I think it's South East London but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I mean, just a, lo- a lovely voice. Uh, she's also said she's extremely jealous about my Russell Brand tickets and can she come as well? So, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> no problem. If, <laughs> if the other 20 people pull out that I've promised that one ticket to, you're more than welcome to come, though. So it won't be a problem. Charmaine's on the 19th on the list. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyone else wants it, do, do get in contact with me. Because you won't go either. <laughs> no, I will go. I'm, me and my girlfriend will go. I'm very, my girlfriend does generally pull out of things if she doesn't want to. Uh, <laughs> that that hey, so wrong. Charmaine, Stop every it. week you get dirty on me. <laughs> Charmaine, behave yourself. People are having their cornflakes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what we do need to talk about, Charmaine, yes. is next week you've got a gig that you've put me on the guest list too, I believe. I have put you on the guest list because you asked me so sweetly. <laughs> um, next Tuesday at Hotel Pelerocco, very exciting times. We have the fabulous Steve First. 
um, who will be making an appearance as his alter egos. Um, he'll be first of all coming on as um, Lenny Beige, which is one of the more famous characters that yeah. he's known for. And then in the second half, uh, he will be the mayor of Kentish Town. So it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. He's a very funny comedian. I'll be comparing it. Um, I'm hysterical as well. So Steve, first, Steve first, he's from Little Britain. He was in. He done a lot of the, the orange, orange adverts and done all that sort of stuff. On the right so stuff. I've not been to see you for ages, Charmaine, with live. So I, I've gone making an effort to come and see you. I'm also bringing my girlfriend, who you've never met. We've been together a year, and you've never met my girlfriend. So you've got to give her the okay, Charmaine. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. She's lasted this long. She's you know she's it's put a, up she, with you for this long. It's a miracle, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know the hardest thing about me finding a partner is just to put up with my weirdness. That that's been the hardest thing. I really. can imagine. I can imagine. But I think I'm getting more normal as time goes on. I'm not as bad as I was five years ago. Oh my God, no, you're much better now. That was uh, <laughs> I did go out of control, didn't I? You were Do you remember we were, we were at one station and I, dem- I was demanding to the bosses that we rent a bus and do our show for my beefer. This, <laughs> this was, I was going to do it for two weeks. And I said, unless this is done, I'm not coming in. Oh, and I look back and I think, I missed it. I was like a mad person, wasn't Thanks I? Thanks for rehab, he's normal yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, we're all right now. It's okay. Don't, the ego is back in check. <laughs> we know we have to get the number was, seven bus. I was only doing a local radio show. <laughs> I want a bus and I want to go to Ibiza and do the show each day on the road to Ibiza. We were even going to go to Edinburgh, I believe. You had we, plans to we do, were going to do a, a show sh- in Edinburgh. That was right. We, we, we were going to do all our radio shows. And it bizarre, I used to have some bizarre ideas. Now I just, I'm, I'm not like that anymore. It's okay. Panic over. Not so delusional. Chris Evans didn't have anything on me. Even when Chris Evans went mad. I reckon my <laughs> stories are much better. <laughs> right, Sean, then you've got to yes. go very shortly. Uh, when you're, have you got to go at quarter two? I'm going very shortly. Well, in about 10 minutes, I've got to go. But uh, I've got, just a quick plug. Tonight, I'm at the Carolina Brunswick. If I've not said this already, but I'm a bit weird today. Uh, Carolina Brunswick tonight, Silly Saturdays, starts at 8 o'clock. Fabulous lineup. Uh, Dan Evans is the headline act. I'm your MC for the evening and hopefully see you there. It's only like £5, I think, to get in. Well, thank you ever so much for coming in, Charmaine. Love you. Love you. I said, are you back next week, Saturday morning, 8am? 8am. Oh, yes. All good. <laughs> That's Actuar and Grosso here on Trickster FM. That one's called Something New, the Amtrak's remix. Unfortunately, dear listener, we've come to the end of the show once again. A big thank you to everyone that has listened this morning. You have made the show special. It's nice to have all your interaction. It really just, just helps me get through the mornings. I didn't feel that on it this morning when I woke up. I've had a very busy week. But you, the dear listener, have got me through it. A big thank you to Charmaine Davis for coming in. We're back on Saturday, next morning, from 8am. This is Jax Jones.